Hello. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And welcome back to another episode of the Fancy Soccer Talkers. Uh, we did miss a couple weeks here. We do get that. We missed 19 and 20, Kev. Busy, busy times. So. Christmas was quite the endeavor. And they just packed in a bunch of games in there, so it's hard to get through all that. Oh, it's impossible to keep up. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to review each team kind of still. Uh, still break down all the games as best we can. And kind of just uh, free flow this one a little bit more. It'll be a lot less structured, I'm not going to lie. We're just, just it's going to be off the top here. <laughs> I mean, it's what we do. We sit down. Uh, but yeah. All right, Kev, you want to just lead us out here to start us off? Well, we can start with Sheffield's first games. Um, let's see. They played. Why am I lost now? They played Luton Town. Actually, they played Aston Villa. First? That was our the week we reviewed. It was week 18. They drew. 1-1. Correct? There we go. Same thing here? Yeah, they drew 1-1. Um, that's that's a good draw. Big point. Cam Marshall scored early. Zaniolo ends up saving the day for them off the bench. Um, I mean, that's I'd take a positive out of that out of Sheffield. Their bottom team tying a tying their second. second place. Yeah. Also, it was at Villa Park, which is even more impressive. Yeah, they they're unstoppable at home. Uh. And then that was match week 18. So match week 19, Sheffield played Luton at home. And they end up losing 3-2. Which was, it wasn't was a bad game as you would It was actually expect. kind of good. Yeah, it was back and forth, which I liked. Uh, Doughty scored a pretty good goal. Uh, McBurney, and I don't know how, they, how to say the captain's name. Uh, they both scored, like, pretty gritty, you know, within, like, eight yards uh, and then, un- unluckily, Robinson got the own goal. And then Ben uh, Silamane, he also got an own goal. So, I mean, <clears throat> talk about scoring four goals and, and losing 3-2. Yeah. That's that's rough. And I think that probably they deserved three points against uh, against Luton. But Luton, they, they, they're, they also are a gritty team. They, they don't quit. No, they don't. They definitely don't. And if you're if you're looking for a midfielder to replace, uh, Doughty is he's getting points. Yeah, he's like their their Luton Town right now is weird because you thought it'd be Carlton Morris, it's really uh, out of bio. Yeah, he's been doing good too because he's such an aerial threat. Yeah, he is an aerial. threat. And they like to cross the ball all game. So and then at the beginning of the year we're talking about Gillies. He doesn't really play anymore. Then we thought, oh Chong, not really Chong anymore. Chong's here and there, like he's. He has some good strings in the it's games. Like Ross Barkley, um, Townsend, Doughty, Doughty. Is it Townsend? Yeah, Townsend. And Even then I don't at, really know. at times, Chong. Chong sometimes, but he's been off the bench a lot lately. Yeah, and then Adebayo, of course. Weird team. They're gonna go down, which sucks. But I mean, who cares? They could fight out of it, but we'll see. Um, and <coughs> then we had City at the Etihad. That just passed over the last weekend here. And they lost. And City won 2 nothing. They're yep. a different team with Rodri. I mean, they, for sure. He's the most influential to that team. You realize it when he gets the red and he's gone for three games and then they struggle. Then he comes back and they get nine points since he's been back, right? So Yeah, he is um, very good. All in all, in that three-game span, probably are disappointed with one point. 
to be honest. They uh, probably should have came out with four. I would have expected a loss from Aston Villa and City and maybe a I think win they could have got three. Luton. I think they could have got three at Luton. I think one from three is not good when you're playing against uh, Luton Town. I think at the very least they should have got two points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at after the going very, into I mean, the Luton going, game yeah, with a point. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Yeah, I agree with you. They should have probably got more than one, but... What are you going to do? They're getting relegated for sure. 100%. Um, you can go to Burnley. Burnley. First game they played was Fulham, and they won 2 nothing. That's a big win. I, that was that, that was high-flying Fulham, too. It made no sense. Because Fulham dominated the entire game from front to back. And they just... Audibert scores a few minutes into the second half. Hang on. And then Sonderberg obviously scores again. And, I mean, Fulham's a team that has been kind of on a tear recently. They've been scoring goals left and right. And they finally were stopped by uh, by Burnley, of all I mean, teams. Weird. Weird, but uh, big three points for Burnley. Yeah, they needed that bad. Uh, then they go down match week 20 to Liverpool. No, match week 19 to Liverpool. Yep. Uh, and they lose 2 nothing. Yeah, that that game could have been worse. I'm surprised it was only two nothing. I mean, it was at Turf Moor. Nunez scored real early. He like yeah. had the low driven shot. Yeah, and that was Jota a, in the was a good first. Yeah, it was like Liverpool. They looked they looked good. We I should mean, have easily had more goals. I would say so, considering you had ten on target, um, and majority of possession there. So yeah, but I mean Burnley. You know, you expected them to lose. Yeah, they didn't go in this game thinking they could get a point. And then another Aston Villa struggle, uh, 3-2. Villa beat Burnley um, at Villa Park, and it had to come due to a red card. And I'm pretty sure Villa was down 2-1 at one point, and then they fought back. Uh, no, Villa was up 2-1, then there was a red card. And then Lau Foster scored, and then they scored a penalty uh... in the 89th minute to win 3-2. That sucks for Burnley. They could have got another tie. But, I mean, that red card's big because Sanderberg is their best midfielder. Mm-hmm. Now that he's out, that's a problem. Um, but, I mean, they're scoring goals, which I think is big for Burnley. And, I mean, if they can continue scoring goals against big clubs like Aston Villa, then I think that, especially at Villa Park, considering they're such a wagon there, um, I mean, their next three matches are no cakewalk. But, uh... I could see them potentially. They still look like one of the worst teams. They do. And I mean, it sucks because I don't want them to be kind of relegated. But at this point, we kind of see point-wise who's going to be relegated. Unless Everton starts dropping points here and Luton somehow comes out. Um, I mean... I mean, realistically, Everton should be in 12th. Yeah, they should be a lot higher with with that point deduction. But I think... Bottom two are on one level, and then Luton is slightly above those two in the way they play. Just slightly. Because Burnley and Sheffield, uh, to me, are terrible. Yeah, I know. Burnley and Sheffield are both terrible. But, I mean, Burnley, we we thought, I think that you had high hopes. I kind of liked Burnley to stay up, but I did not expect them to be as good as you did, but I, I did not expect them to. I don't think I expected them to get relegated. I don't think anyone expected them to be this bad. I don't know. what. I think they just bought a bunch of young, unproven players and it's kind of bit them in the butt. Uh, 
next game or next team, I guess we can talk about is Luton. Um, they had a good three games. They really did. I mean, they won one nothing to Newcastle. That's a big three points. I don't think any of us had that coming. And then they go on the road and somehow squeak out. We just mentioned the Sheffield game, winning three two from yeah. two own goals. Um, and then they did lose to Chelsea. Yeah, they always concede three goals against Chelsea by the by the look of things. Uh, we probably should have won the game three nothing. To be honest. Yeah, you guys. <coughs> it kind of just fell apart at the end. And I mean the Ross Barkley goal. You don't you? I mean, like it did, is what it is. Did he Sally? I don't remember. <laughs> that would have been. Uh, and then Adebayo. Perfect. I mean, like it was a header. They yeah. almost came back. It's just anything that is either a set piece or whipped in from a, a deep like a deep area. It, it it's almost always a goal. Um, but yeah. I think that uh, six points from nine from three games is big. That yeah, that's huge for Luton. If in the relegation race they're trying to get out of. Um. Yeah. Look up at picking Doughty. He's definitely a player to pick oh, up. Oh yeah, I think that I think that if you got to look for players that are on the like on the list right now, it's got to be Doughty. Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot of people that are that are open right now that from, you're really looking towards from Luton at least I too. mean from Luton obviously not I think there's I mean, maybe two or three but I mean like six points from from three games I think is big six points from nine potential points I mean yeah that's that's big and that's they almost big. got seven so I mean you gotta you gotta give uh flowers where they're due there so Luton's kind of battled themselves back out of that relegation uh relegation zone there's a lot more to go but they're yeah, trying for sure uh next team is Everton and it was not pretty I mean, they had tough games. We gotta admit that they had tough games. Fulham, Villa, and Wolverhampton. No, Tottenham City. Oh, I'm too far up. Oopsies. Yeah. Good. Found it. How did I go that far up? Yeah, Tottenham City and Wolves. I mean, Wolves is flying high, but I mean, first game up, week eighteen, Tottenham beats them two one. I mean, could they have won the game? They conceded two quick goals, and then it was constantly battling back. I mean, they ended up getting a consolation goal in the 82nd minute from uh, Gomez, but I think I feel like Tottenham handled them pretty handedly. Uh, again, Everton <laughs> has to fight against City here. Um, they had a really good first half, like probably the best first half I've, I've seen them play all season. Um, Harrison ends up scoring early. Well, I wouldn't say early, but around the half-hour mark. McNeil had a really nice ball in there and pretty much just a tap in at that point. You just had to, you know, put your foot side side foot in anywhere in the net and you're good. Yeah. Uh, Gavardi all comes in for John Stones. John Stones gets injured yet again. He's becoming injury prone, I'll tell you that. He's not becoming. He is injury prone. Yeah. He's been injured every year. No, not when he was on Everton. I don't think he was as bad on Everton. He's not that good. I think he's good. He just he can't stay in for a run of games because he just keeps getting injured. Oh, well. He could definitely be a lot better than he is now because he's not getting the game time. That's true. Foden scores a really nice goal. Yeah, Foden. Like a really nice goal. Foden is a player to watch out for. He is disgusting. Uh, Julian Alvarez took probably one of the worst penalties I've ever seen <laughs> and ended up scoring. Um, and then Bernardo Silva, I mean, it was just a mistake. He scored off a mistake. Yeah. Just kind of <clears throat> no one was in the net. Pickford made an error and... Silva just had to loft it up and over. I mean, disappointing, but I mean, it's what you expect. I mean, you're playing City. No one expected Everton to go in there and, and uh, get three points. Yeah, they were just trying to scrape something together. 
And then uh, I think this game was two days ago. Against Wolves? Against Wolves. It was on Saturday. They just couldn't They couldn't hit the net. I watched the majority of the game. Um, uh, Everton's, like, they're the most confusing team to me. They'll play really good some games and then horrible. underwhelming. Like, horrible, though. As hell, the other like, ones. Like, Wolves is no... Wolves is nothing that anyone should be worried about. Wolves is kind of like Everton to me. They are, but, like, uh, Wolves, for some reason, have found the, the goals all of a sudden, too. Like, Kilman scores early, which is a shocking thing, considering it's it's Kilman. Yeah. Then Cunha scores from Huang, and then Craig Dawson also scores off another cross in from Cunha. Like, it's just, in the aerial, they scored three headers. They like to cross the ball a lot, They too. scored three headers, <coughs> and you think Everton's the kind of team that is good defensively. You have Sean Dyche. This they 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 should not they should not have lost this game. They should not. They I mean Wolves should, is a good team. They should have put put up more of a fight for sure in this game. They were they were disappointing. They shouldn't have lost as bad as it looked. No, they made it. It made it look really bad. Um, no, it was rough. I get Wolves is kind of on the up and up, but to to get zero points from three games, and I get one two of them are Tottenham and City, probably two of the top teams. I would say two of the top four teams right now in the league. If you had to pick. At full fitness, I I put Tottenham. I rate them high if they're full fitness. I mean, City at full fitness, we don't we we haven't really seen it. We've seen it for one game with half a game really with the Bruin. Yeah. Um. So I mean, those two teams at full fitness, you know, they challenge anybody, truthfully. So I mean, I'm not totally shocked by that, but getting manhandled by Wolves was a little bit of a shocker. A very disappointing game for them. Uh, next matches. Technically, uh, Brentford only had two because Week 18 got the postponed match against City due to the uh, World Cup of soccer, whatever it is. The Club World Club Cup. Club World Cup, yeah. So that one was postponed. Um, pretty unfortunate, I think, for uh, for uh, Brentford here. Yeah, they're on a bad string of form. Well, not just that. They ran into the buzzsaw of Huang. Yeah. Like... He's on fire. He... I mean, the the second goal, the first goal Huang scored, that was terrible. They just passed the ball to him. <laughs> like, that's bad. I mean, you got to, like, I, I'll, I'll admit that, that that was not a great goal. But, I mean, Lamina from Sarabia, that was a beautiful goal. And then Huang from, uh, from Toddy, again, just another easy. Huang is flying. He is, yeah, he's, it makes gonna no mi- sense. I think he's going to the Asia Cup, so they're going to miss him for the month, but. Yeah, and, and they're going to miss Lamina, too, for the AFCON, isn't it? Aren't they? Uh, Yeah, probably. So Where's can... Lamina play? I'm not certain. Let me look up his nationality. But I'm pr- I think he goes to AFCON, doesn't he? Let me just look him up quick for you. Could be wrong. But I know Huang's probably on the team. Yeah, Gabon. Same one as uh, Abameyang. Oh, okay, yeah. And he is gone. Most so. likely. I mean, they're they're gonna miss quite a few people. I mean, Huang for sure from the Asia Cup. Uh, Lamina, I think, is also a big loss. Um, other than that, I don't know. Is Aiden Nori? No, he's French. All right, yeah. I mean, they're missing two. I mean, Huang's a big loss, but I mean, Cooney's yeah. playing really well, and Pedro Neto should be back. Hopefully, he's he was on the bench. So, yeah. uh, their the next, next game, yeah, Crystal Palace. They and lost three one. It was three. It was three one. I mean, 
Listen, I, I like Crystal Palace. They just don't normally score goals. And Alise now... might be one of the best players coming up right now in the Prem. Well, now that they have Alise and Eze back, they're definitely going to score more goals. Would you take Foden over Alise? Or Alise? Not right now, no. You take you take Foden. I'd still take Foden. Would I rate take, I rate Foden pretty. Would high. you take Garnacho or Elise? Elise. Would you take Rashford or Elise? Elise, because Rashford's in bum really? form right now. Um, would you take Cole Palmer or Elise? I don't know. Based on likability, not likability, just <laughs> talent. That that one's kind of more hard. I I feel like Elise's better at specific I'd take Elise. things. I would take Elise. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Elise has more like standout qualities. He is an elite player on the ball. He's so young too. I think he's only like what twenty two, maybe twenty one even. Yeah, he's he's low twenties. He is a phenomenal player. He's gonna be. He's twenty two years old. He's gonna be one hundred ten million when he sells. He's gonna be. He's gonna be around hundred mil. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I know teams like Chelsea and City have wanted him recently. He already turned us down. He turned you down for now. Well, he turned us down because he doesn't want to sit on the bench, and I don't blame him. Yeah, that's fair. I, th- I think he would start over Palmer, though. I think he would start over all of our players in the midfield, like up top-wise. I think he starts over Sterling. I think he starts over Madueke. I think he starts over Mudrick. I think he starts over Palmer. All those names, yeah. Maybe not Sterling. Uh, Sterling doesn't even start now. He's missed the last three games three games yeah he didn't start the last three games and we won the last uh well we tied uh, i don't think you've we done tied, any we tied palace but i mean no we didn't we beat palace but what scored another penalty yeah but i mean hey, whatever next team nottingham nottingham actually they're pulling it back a little bit after the new what manager they to do. um uh game week 18 they played Bournemouth. they lost three two we expected that i think we both kind of we picked it, and I mean Wilfred Bowley getting uh, uh, a red card in the twenty-third minute. <laughs> it's not going to help you. Uh, but Alanga to Woods scores the first goal, and then Solanke obviously bangs two within seven minutes. Chris Wood again ties it up, and uh, Solanke scores in the ninety-fifth. So Solanke gets his hat trick. But I mean, if we're talking about Nottingham Forest, and as someone who had Anawoni on his team, and I had to drop him, Chris Wood is going to make it very hard for him to come back. I feel like Chris Wood's the same same type of player. He's just an aerial he's, threat. He's not good on the ball. He's just good with the like the aerial balls. He has two goals or a goal and assist against that. Then he has a hat trick, and then he has against Manchester United nothing. But I mean, hey. He has four goals and an assist in two games. Yeah, he's... That's pretty ridiculous. He is filling that hole for sure. Um, anyways, they lost to Bournemouth. They go into Newcastle. They end up absolutely whooping them 3-1. Izak scores a penalty early. Alanga is so freaking good. He, he set up Chris Wood t- twice. And then Chris Wood's actually second and third goal are both really good individual efforts. I, I do like uh, Alanga recently. He's been playing out of his mind. He's the best player on that team. He was a good signing for them. I liked him when he first came. I was banging the drum that he should have been starting with Brendan Johnson. Now, Brendan Johnson's obviously gone. Big role to fill. Alanga gets to take that role. 
and uh, they signed Hudson Adoy, and I think Hudson Adoy, as much as he's like an average player, I don't think he's that great. I think that he's average. He's I a, think he's probably below average. He's definitely below. average. But I mean, he's not horrible. Mind. Good for depth, I guess. He's been doing what they needed him to do, and that is defend as a team cohesively and have pace to counterattack. You know what I mean? And that that's what he does. On Chelsea, he did that too. He played that wing back role for us a few games. So mm-hmm. I mean, I don't hate the idea. I think that uh, honestly, I think Nottingham Forest is probably gonna stay safe. I think if Nottingham Forest gets ten more points in the season, they're not gonna get relegated. In yeah, the next 18 they're games. having a bit of a turnaround right now. With the I think new if manager. you get, I think if you get thirty points, you don't get relegated this year. I don't know about you, but I think thirty points is a safe stand. I think those three teams below them are gonna struggle to get that. So probably. You think Brentford and Everton are going to struggle at 30? No, the the three relegation teams. Oh, you teams. think Luton, too? The three relegation yeah, yeah, teams yeah. are going to well, I don't think Sheffield's struggle get in general. Sheffield's not going to get 20. Sheffield's bad. That's 11 points. They're not going to get more. 11 points. <laughs> There's no way. They could. They've gotten 9 from 20. Yeah. They have 18 left. I don't think they can. Probably And they not. just played Luton again and didn't get in. You know? So, I mean, they got to have some sort of magical anything could happen boot that comes out of their ass or something i don't know but nottingham beat manchester united 2-1 that's that, that's a big that's performance. a crazy one i am i was very happy with that one and like very unlikely goal scorers yeah who's gibbs Dom- white and oh, i guess that's normal but dominiquez or something dominiquez yeah assisted by montiel he's good though who scored uh, the goal for united rashford finally eh? assisted by garnacho garnacho we're gonna talk about someone that's been playing really well He's been out. He's been since all right. that bite kick. He's been one of the better. He's been flying. He's on my fantasy team. He's been flying around. He's been one of the better attackers they have. There's not the many. best one. He's been the best attacker that they have. It's Which not even is, close. Yeah, you could score two goals and be the best attacker they have. I think he's got probably. I would say he's probably got seven points on the year. Seven points. Yeah, uh, I would say it's probably around seven points that he has. Maybe not quite. I'm not certain, but I mean, I think closer to five. If I had to ballpark maybe four. it, maybe four. Really that low, eh? I don't think he's got that many. He's got three goals, two assists. So five. five, yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, it's not horrible. That's okay, but he only has a thousand minutes played. Their whole, <coughs> their whole uh, offensive is just like Rash- rough. Rashford has almost four hundred more minutes than him. Bruno has eight hundred more minutes than him. I mean, I don't think it's horrible. It's all right. Highest point person on their team is Bruno with six. Three and three, and the highest goal scorer is Scott McTominay with five. That's crazy. Casemiro, who's played eight games, has a goal, and he has the same amount of goals as Hoyland. So, just want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, next game up, we had Crystal Palace. Your boys. We touched on how many of these games? One of them. Talked about the Brentford game. They won three one, but uh, we can back it all the way up. Game week 18, they played Brighton. Uh, they end up drawing 1-1. And honestly, it was kind of back and forth. I watched the whole game, if I'm honest. Uh, I only lost my bet because um, Elise didn't score. I had Elise oh. to score, and he got the assist. And I had Pascal Gross to get an assist, and he got the assist for Wilbur's goal. But just an uh, unfortunate event there. Watched the whole game. Uh I thought Crystal Palace countered really well. And that's when I first started watching. 
Elise with no Eze because Elise started the game. It was him and Mateta and Ayu, which is a very makeshift front line considering they usually have Edward and Eze with them. Um, honestly, defensively, Crystal Palace is really good. And I think Brighton also has that same skill set. So I thought that when I watched this game, it was very eh, back and forth, but nothing yeah. spectacular on, on the offensive end. You know? I think Crystal Palace is starting to get their strength back at least. Oh, for sure. And be able to do the one thing that they were missing was goal scoring. And then uh, the Chelsea game, they end up losing 2-1. They probably deserved a point, to be honest. They could have potentially got a point, but I mean... I mean, the penalty was a penalty for sure. Yeah, I don't remember the penalty. He, like, stiff-legged Madueke when he was about to shoot. No. Like, pegged him, but I peg-legged him or whatever. Like, he got his knee fully straight, and it fucking, like, ripped him back. Oh. But, I mean, all in all, I think they played well. And I think that they probably could have got a point from us. Chelsea, I mean, it's nothing spectacular to beat them. But, I mean, Chelsea's also now kind of been playing. They've been playing pretty good lately, so... You're starting to finally find some form, hopefully. Goals, I think, is something that we've finally started to find, but now our defense is starting to Yeah, you, you either have one or the other. So it's like our defense last year was so unbelievable, but we couldn't find goals, and now we're finding goals, and the defense seems to be a little leaky, but that's okay. And then, obviously, we talked about Brentford. They won 3-1. We don't have to go back into that. Yeah, that was our best game of the week, though. Best oh, game they of played the unbelievable. They, that, they dominated from start to finish that game. Yeah. Uh, Fulham. We talked about the Burnley game. They lost 2 nothing. Very disappointing. Uh, then they ended up, I think it was Bournemouth, correct? Yeah, they played Bournemouth. And lost 3 nothing. Yep. Uh, they absolutely got shelled. I, I, that was the most shocking one to me, I think. That one was, I think the Burnley one was my shocking one. Losing, well, I mean, yeah, losing I to Burnley? Yeah, but I mean, losing 3 nothing after having such a decent yeah, but form. I rate Bournemouth right now. They're in some high form. Yeah, but do you rate well. Justin Clivert? Because I don't. He's okay. I also, that Scott guy, everyone's talking about him, the young the young kid on Bournemouth right now. Scott. 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 Is it Scotty? Scott. Just Scott, oh. I think his name is. I do I do remember that He's name. He's a CDM? Yeah. Um, He ended up getting an assist for Cliver's goal. Cliver's goal was not the best. I mean, it was a tap-in. Solanke's been playing obviously really well. Sinistera scored an absolute banger. Did you see his goal? I didn't see his goal, no. It was like um. I don't think so. Top top left side of the box to the top right corner with his left foot. It was like an absolute cannon. It was pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Fulham's problem is. And then they go into Arsenal and beat them 2-1. Yeah, they, like, had, like, they, had, they had something to prove there. How ridiculous <laughs> you lose to Burnley and Bournemouth and then you go to Arsenal and Saka scores in the fifth minute and somehow you battle back to win the game. Like, I mean, it was at Craven Cottage. So I mean, it, what they were home, but... Yeah, I... Full credit on them. That was a great win for them. Jimenez gets another one. Yep. I think Bobby Dicadori Reed scored the probably the grittiest goal of the season right there. He's, you he's up watching the, the I game. saw some of the game. I think I missed that goal, but it was like a scramble in the box. Oh, and it like I do. Rolled off his back over his head, and it like luckily got to his feet, and he just got it. I do kind of remember that. He always scores again. He scored. He scored against us too, Liverpool. I mean, he's a good player. They just. For some reason, he doesn't start a lot. Yeah, he is. He's not bad though. I don't. I don't mind him. All right. Go on to the boys. Can we just? I just want to rally their December, okay? Because I think that this is the most impressing thing. Bournemouth. Like, their manager is going to win manager of the month for December. A draw against Villa. 
then a 2 nothing win against Crystal Palace, then a 3 nothing win against United. Okay? Now we get into the game week 18. 3-2 win against Forrest, we talked about. Yeah. The 3 nothing win against Fulham, we talked about. Yeah. And then, obviously, the one that just passed, unfortunately, couldn't keep the unbeaten streak in. They had a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 game unbeaten streak going. Going against Tottenham, and they end up losing 3-1. Yeah, now they were in some. They are in some fine form. Losing to Tottenham is fair, as, and they played just as good. Yeah, they're they're it playing was the most back and forth game. They're playing like a mid table team. They it was a good game. It was a good game, even though they lost three one. I I think the scoreline flattered Tottenham. I think I think Bournemouth probably they probably should have had a couple against Tottenham. Probably. And Vicario kind of saved them a few times. Vicario bailed them out. He had some good on a, saves on a couple breakaways, but he also made a lot. Of, he made one huge mistake, Vicario. I know he made one, and he had to bail himself out from it. But I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, next up, we have Wolves, tenth place. They played Chelsea. They won two one. That Wolves had a good three three game span yeah, there too. That was a big. I think that was a big one to to come in and. Uh, learning his scores off. early was from a corner, of course. And then uh, Doherty scored late. It was uh, like a four-on-one, and they end up scoring. And then I didn't. I turned the game off. I'm not gonna <laughs> so I missed Nkunku's first goal in the Chelsea shirt. But um, they absolutely destroyed Brentford. Yeah, we talked about this, and it it it's it was a Huang masterclass. Like like you mentioned, they're gonna be hurting missing him. I think over the Asia Cup. Uh, also, Lamina, I think he's a massive role in the middle of the park there. Yeah, hopefully I they have some depth that they can maybe find some form with that player. I don't really know what they're going to do. I mean, an easy well, fix Pedro for Huang. Neto comes in. Yeah, that's an easy fix for Huang. Yeah. You know, you just shift Cunha up top, and then you move Neto down to where Cunha usually plays. But then do you, I, you, I think you probably start Belgrade where Lamina is. Yeah, I'm not sure who they're going to play. They're I mean, gonna, he's young. He's not bad. The Belgrade be interesting. kid. Uh, maybe they play Tommy Doyle. It, it, it will be interesting moving forward for sure. And, of course, we mentioned it, the 3-0 whomping against Everton. Um, just to touch back, it was Kilman, Cunha, and Dawson who scored those goals. Wolves, nine points from uh, three games. I mean, that's about uh, – you don't get any better than that. Yeah. Realistically, I mean, they have some favorable matchups also. Uh, maybe not. I mean, they kind of have a tough one here. They have uh, Brighton, then United, then Chelsea. And then they get a, a break with Brentford back at Tottenham and then Sheffield. So, I mean, February is going to be a tough month for them. But uh, January, there's only one game. So, the other one's FA Cup. Yeah, there's definitely a lot less games. I think they did that on purpose because there's uh, Cause the, the, Afri- Cup the African Cup and, and all that stuff, so the, which is most fair. of them only miss... About a game, maybe two, at most. Yeah, depending on how far they go in their tournaments. Yeah. Next up, we have Chelsea. The scrubs themselves. So, from their last three, we mentioned the Wolves game. They lost 2-1. We mentioned the Crystal Palace game. They won 2-1. And then we obviously mentioned the Luton game where they won 3-2. A lot of squeaking out wins. You still, like, honestly, you still look like a team that needs so much improvement. It's weird because we look dominant in some stages of the game, and then it's like we take our the, – the, they're dead. They're dead. They're lying there. And we just <laughs> let them get up, 
and they rally. I feel like that's what happens every time. We have our foot pinned down to their throat, and for some weird reason, something after halftime happens, or there's a substitution, and Chelsea look like they're dead in the water for the first 10, like 10, 15 minutes. Then they find their feet, and in the last 10 minutes, it's like they have no fitness. Yeah, they give up or something. It's weird. It's the weirdest team. Cole Palmer's in some fine form right now, though. Has he scored a nice goal with he that ball roll? Scored three goals, didn't he? No, goal, two goals and assists. Yeah. I mean, he did score a nice goal. I'm not a huge Palmer fan. Listen, I, I was calling him a pen merchant for the longest time. He's finally he's doing stuff outside of pens now. And it's nice. And, and another thing that I love to see is Mudrick. I think Mudrick is a phenomenal player for us. And now Madweke also coming in. Knowing that we can replace Sterling is huge, I think, because I, I truthfully don't want to re-sign Sterling. I think that we need to let him go. Um, I think that he's kind of overrated, and I think he holds the ball too long, truthfully. I don't. I don't. I think he holds the ball way too long. Sometimes, you watch him play, sometimes yes, but I think he also creates a lot of chances sure, that don't get but I finished. Mean, you, I sent you a, a thing today with chances created. I don't think I've looked at it yet. Gallagher has the most chances created in our team. Yeah, that's sad. With twenty six. And then second was uh, Mudrick. <coughs> and then Gusto, who's played not a lot of games. Yeah, he gets up the field, though. I just want to say, Enzo Fernandez was the worst buy we've ever made. No, flat, he's flat. still... He's, he's the, between, I, don't, I don't care. He's still if, so young. I don't care if we don't start Enzo or we don't start Casado. One of the two. I don't care. Take one oh, of them right out for, for Nkunku. Because if we saw Connor Gallagher, we that that's the worst move we could do. Connor Gallagher is playing well. He's our best, I don't he's our best midfielder. I don't understand why you would get rid of him now once he finally found his form with your team. Like, it makes no like I would rather sell Casado right now for $60 million or sell Enzo right now for $60 million than sell Gallagher for $35 mil. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Because they both aren't Prem proven. I mean, Casado, sure, Prem proven. But, I mean, he's not, not, not for a big team. I think it's more so the tactics that don't benefit Enzo. Enzo's not good. I think he could he, be. They inflated him as a box to box midfielder. He's better, but he plays a different role for you guys. It's he plays box to box. Half the time he's playing back though. Well, I mean, he has Casado. Like he's with the him. back. He's one. an idiot. He's just stupid. Now that now that he's like he's always he, been playing with someone that sits deep though. He yeah. had Casado for the longest he, time. They needed to push him up the field more and make sure he's moving passes up there because he's good know. at picking a pass. All he does is move the ball backwards. Every time I feel like he has the ball. It's either he gives a cheap giveaway, the ball gets nicked off his foot, or he passes it backwards. There's no drive. Not There's never a time where he gets the ball and he's pushing it. He never pushes the pace. And when you're a 22, 21-year-old kid that was bought for 100 million pounds and you just won a World Cup, like you're expected to be a player that is better than that. And he's just not. He's flat out not. And, and is it by unpopular opinion? Sure. But if you don't watch every Chelsea game, you you don't know. Because I watch every single one of these games. I've watched 20 goddamn Chelsea matches. And when he's in the game, we look like a worse team. <laughs> it, it's, it's sad. He actually, we look like a worse team. He's had one good game under in a blue shirt. And he's been with us for a year and a half. Yeah, you know I, what I, mean? I wouldn't say only one. He's, I would say he's had a few. One. But he's in some rough form right now, I agree. <laughs> Alright. We can move on to Newcastle. Talk about... Shit. Um, they have two losses and a win, and they're three. No, they don't. They have three losses. Well, that was League Cup, if you're talking about the Chelsea one. I'm talking about three losses, because they played today. They played 
Oh, I didn't even see. Oh, sorry, it. they played yesterday. Oh, yeah. That was right. the Liverpool was game. game. Um, I didn't see that one. They lost one nothing to Luton. Which we is, talked about which it. Which is horrible. Um, they lost three one to Nottingham, which is horrible. We also talked about that. I I I can't. I just and then they got. I mean, I think it was an. Un, I think that the pen was not a pen. Okay, sure, that's fair. So I think it. Still, you lose, but it's not four two. It's three two. I think it could have been worse though. We had a lot of chances. The Debravka made so many saves. He made a really nice save on on the penalty against Salah. He was standing on his head for this game. He made a lot of saves. He did. And he say he bailed them out a lot. They did not play well. Um, I think it's a big lack of confidence right now. Yeah, they they need some change. I think since they lost us in the FA Cup, and I think that something happened. I think. Well, I think problems have been had. They went on a three-game losing streak to Everton, Ta- Tottenham, and AC Milan. Well, I mean, Milan's a good team. Tottenham's a good team. I mean, Everton, yeah. Like they did horrible in uh, Champions League. I think that was a. They confident- had a tough group. Yeah, they had the group of death, but. But Milan's better than them, by far. Yes, I agree. And I think PSG's better than them by a lot, too. And so well, is Dortmund. I think all three. Yeah, they were the worst team in the group. By far. And I, I mean, think a lot of Newcastle, far, a lot of Newcastle not... fans thought they were going to make it out of their group somehow. We talked about this at the beginning of the year. About having international... Or, sorry, having a European uh, competition. It is very different when you have to play midweek games. And then come back and, and with, turn around and play four days later. Without depth, yeah. Like, look at... This is a perfect example for Tottenham right now. Tottenham, nothing. They have to focus on the league. And if they were not injured, they would be in second place right now. Probably, yeah. They would be. They would be in second place. So, when you look at all this European bullshit that's going on... This should have benefited Chelsea, first off. Somehow it hasn't. Like... That's the first off. They should be doing. No, I would not. I don't want. The, I don't expect them to be a top four team right now. I they get can't we, we, they bunch just of can't bunch be. of young kids, but they should be at least in like sixth or seventh, pushing for yes. fifth. They should be pushing for fifth. Yes, they should be top. They should I, not be tenth. They should not be tenth. If they finish the season in seventh or sixth, I'd be. I'd honestly be happy. If they finish in tenth, Pochettino's getting fired. If they finish in tenth, I'm gonna be pissed. I think he gets fired before they get to get to the end of the season if he's still in tenth. For sure, I think Todd Bowley's not gonna wait. But I mean, when you think of Tottenham, though, it's a perfect example where they don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, I they think come in. They can potentially make top four now. I, I think they're gonna. And then once they Van de Ven's gonna be back in what a month? Uh, mm. I think he's back soon-ish. I don't think they're going to rush him. I think he no. probably won't play till February, well, they're considering looking, there's only one game in January. They're looking to buy some center backs in the tra- transfer window. You know so. who I want Chelsea to buy really bad? Is the Nice center back. To Debo? Yeah. Because Tottenham's going after him as well, and so is United. I want him so bad. Dante, he's 40 years old, and he has the highest tackling percentage in, in all of Europe. How crazy is that? Yeah, because he just sits back there and just he's, tackles every fuck. little scrap of ball. Like, it's like he's getting better with age. It's also the French League. Uh, yeah, but I mean, he was not that good when he was playing prior. He was alright. He was still pretty good. Yeah, but he wasn't as good as he is now. I think this is the best he's ever played. One of them, yeah. <coughs> I mean, maybe it's Tadebo obviously helping. I mean, Tadebo's a fast center back, too. I, I don't doubt that that is a, not probably a part of it. But I mean, I would love for Chelsea to just throw $60 million or $45 million at Tadebo. I don't, I don't think Chelsea get Tadebo. I don't think we do either. I think, Taun- I think Tottenham gets to We have to way too many center backs as it is. It's an inflated thing. I think Tigosova needs the door. That's what I think, truthfully, which sucks. Oh. 
I also think Batty Shield needs to fucking take the take the boot, and I think Sha- Sha- Trevor Shalawa needs to leave too. Yeah, where is he? Is he injured? Uh, he's on the bench. He's just bad. He just doesn't play. Loan him out or something. I don't want to loan him out. I don't sell him. Loan, sell him. Just get rid of him. It's not worth keeping at this and point. And then you get to Debo in. Maybe Fofana comes back when he's healthy, but we still have I think Levi. You should sell Fofana. Like we have Levi Colwell. Yeah, we're not going to get any money from him. You can get, you get twenty like mil. five mil or something. You, like, get, you can get twenty. He's still I mean, young. We just we we'll just make them pay his fucking medical bill. Yeah. But I mean, like Levi Colwell is a natural center back. I think he should move into center back. Truthfully, I, I don't hate Desasi, but I don't think he's great. Anyways, doesn't matter. I'm getting off topic here, but I think that it's really benefit on him having um. No uh, European. Yo, for sure. Back to this uh, Liverpool game. Uh, Liverpool did dominate the game. I think I think we can all agree that Salah might be the most accomplished Premier League player ever, or at least top three. When it comes to like goals, just and Premier assists. League. No, just Premier League. Yeah, in the prem. Yeah, like yeah. he might be the most. He doesn't have as many trophies as some others do because he only has yeah, one. He's only one. been there for what six years. Yeah, I mean, some of those guys were there for eight to ten years. Yeah, I'd say like his his prem career is better than Ronaldo's prem career. I would say I would say he's top three. Yeah, he's got. I would put crazy him, stats for, I, for the prem. I would say maybe Harry Kane's first. Harry Kane has or yeah. Alan Shearer, flip flop between the two. But then but he, I mean, he's a winger, so it's hard to compare. Yeah, but then I guess he's the best winger. It's not even close. He's the best winger. Truthfully, maybe George Best. Uh, George Best to, talked about sleeping with prostitutes halfway through games and stuff. He was an absolute menace to society. But George Best also played against your average day mailman, where these guys are not. These guys are no joke. Yeah. People, there's there's players too like Thierry Henry. I don't think he had as many goals or. Uh, I mean Thierry Henry also. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a tough one actually. To, when you throw Thierry Henry in there, Thierry Henry is tough. one of the best. Um, but he didn't have as many stats. Like no, no, he not stats. he also left to go to Barca for a while or played at Barca for a while. But like dominant, it's just like. He's not. Ne- stats aside, he's always consistent. If you talk about just dominant players, right? <coughs> you look at. Sala on the wing. You look at Terry Henry was a dominant player in his in his prime. Yeah. Um, even Ronaldo. Ronaldo was dominant. Was I dominant. think Hazard when he was in his prime was dominant. Like players that when you saw them touch the ball, it was like holy shit! Like you know something's about to happen. You know. Yeah. I would say those four, in my opinion, and I don't know who you'd have as a fifth winger. Maybe. There's there's a lot. There's so many like to. You'd have to, to look up all the pass players maybe gigs i would probably put those in my five you know what i mean for wingers but if sala stays in liverpool for two more years how far is he from uh harry kane and goals far yeah he's still got a ways to go he's at 150 harry kane is no uh sala what's the what's the lead right now i think kane's at 200 and something i'll just take a quick peek I think Alan Shearer is number one, though. Alan Shearer is number one. It's like 240, I think. 241, maybe. No, I think Kane has like 2-something. Two, two 220-something, maybe. Oh, Alan Shearer has 260. Yeah, I don't think Salah's getting near Alan Shearer. There's no way. 
If Sala stays, Sala's in tenth. Yeah, he's still far away. There's still a lot yeah, of you're players. He's a hundred goals behind. I think Sala might, if he stays for he's another pass two Jermaine years, Defoe. he might he might get to two hundred, which would put him above Andy Cole, which would put him in fourth. That's if he stays. If he could potentially get that. I mean, he but has I one. He's got one fifty three. He's nine from Jermaine Defoe. He's ten from Robbie Fowler. Like Frank Lampard is twenty four away from him. Like he's not far. No, from he's these not. Guys. He's if not you think, far. If you think Salah. He's an average 25 to 30 goal scorer a year. Right? I would say more so like 20 to 30. Yeah, I'd say 25 to 30-ish. Because I think he's had some seasons where he's only had 20. Okay. Well, even if he's... Let's say he's average at 25 and he's there for another three years. That's 75 more goals. That puts him at 225. But he's going to slow down, though, with age. Will he? I think so. As a winger? I, I don't... Mean, but after this season, play, I th- like. After this season, I think he slows down a bit. He's just going to have to keep... I mean, penalties help, you know? They do. I mean, he miss, he misses quite a few penalties, to be honest. He's missed four of the last ten. Which is not great. That <laughs> 60% clip, that's not great. No, but everyone goes through those no, spells I of I mean, pens. fuck Cole Palmer. I mean, this guy all of a sudden is pen merchant, too. But yeah. it's just... I, I think if we're going to talk about like a dominant guy in a short period of time, Salah's got to be... Gotta be up there. Anyways, let's go to Manchester United. Um, I think we already talked about pretty much all these games. They lost to West Ham. They lost to West Ham 2-0. I mean, West Ham's good. West Ham is good, and they got exactly what they wanted. They let United have possession, which gave West Ham all of the the counterattacking possibilities, which just ate them alive. Yeah, West Ham played their game. Yeah, that's exactly what they like every time. But they beat Villa 3-2. Did they? I think they also probably didn't have possession that game either. Against Villa? Uh, I don't think they would have either, to be honest. I don't think West Ham ever have possession. No, no, it wasn't West Ham. This is, we're talking about Manchester United, are we not? Oh, I was talking about Fulham or West Ham beating Oh, Oh, I'll United. tell you right now, quick. They definitely didn't have possession. There's no chance. Yeah, West Ham had 35. Yeah, that's how they play. But uh, Villa had possession on, on United... But it wasn't high. It was fifty-four to like forty-six. Yeah, uh, them beating Villa was good. That was a little. And it a was little a comeback. Sp- it was a little spark. It's always a comeback with United. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. But I mean, the thing is, Hoyland scores his first goal. He cries. I mean, buddy, you're trash. <laughs> you're probably the worst striker in the Brem. Like, no doubt in my mind. They won three-two. It's a big three. I think it's a big three points. But I mean, three points from three games. When you played Nottingham Forest and lost, yeah, they, they lost to Nottingham. I love that was a good game. Like, love it. And we talked about it already. Just nobody scoring against you. It's it's embarrassing. Um, but I mean, it's a big three points to get against Villa. They probably should have came out of this with zero points. You know, after losing to West Ham, you know, or sorry, after losing to Nottingham, you you don't expect them to beat Villa. So, I mean, good on them to rally and at least get some points to continue their little streak here. If, but everyone's within. Uh, touching distance now of Wolves and Chelsea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, from 11th all the way to 8th is 3 points. And actually, sorry, from 11th all the way to 7th is 3 points. And then from 11th to 6th is 6 points. So, I mean, and even, like, if you really think about it, Tottenham's not far away with 10 points. Like, that's yeah. th- that's 4 Ta- games. Tottenham's going to keep winning. Of course. But, I mean... 
it's much tighter than you think. And and moving forward here, these top five teams, they need to continue to win. Otherwise, I think West Ham will start to breathe down some of these teams' throats. Um, next team up, we have Brighton. Brighton, like Brighton, Brighton. Brighton played today, but we don't have to worry about that one. They oh. drew. Yeah, they did draw. It was a fucking shit game. I watched it. And then the three games before that, they had one of each. Um, the three games before that, yes, they lost they, at Arsenal. They lost Arsenal, fair. obviously. Um, Arsenal didn't even play that good. Arsenal are in some weird kind of form right now. Yeah, I feel like they're in a trans. Um, Crystal Palace, they draw. Like I, I watched the whole game. Like I said, it was very back and forth. Uh, and then they absolutely pummeled on him. Uh, obviously, two penalties is a big thing. Yeah, but they were all over them too. They were all over them, and Brighton let them in at the end. Yeah, and because Tottenham started to come back a little bit. Tottenham kind of looked dominant with the last ten minutes uh, of that game. Uh, obviously, Ben Davies scores a uh, little cheeky header, but I mean, all in all, João Pedro dominated the game. I thought he was he was flying around. He looked unbelievable. He on looked the ball. good on the ball, dribbling and stuff. Even like he drew the one pen, like. He was. I thought he was the best player in the field. It wasn't close. And then today, the West Ham game, it was so miserable to watch. Um, I thought Brighton was going to win. They dominated the possession, as we expected it to be when you play West Ham. They had 22 shots to 6 shots. I think West Ham had maybe one shot on target, maybe two. And I think... Brighton, I think, had probably six on target, if I had to guess. Like, I, I it's shock, it was shocking to me when, when you think about it, because you you look at the lineup. West Ham starts. They start Bowen up top, striker. They finally start Ben Rama, no Paqueta, because I guess Paqueta got injured in the warm up. Yeah, he's a big miss week though. Prior, right? He's in some crazy form. It that sucks to not to have him. I just think, and we're I know we're glazing over. The Estupignon goal for Tottenham. Did you see that goal? I'm pretty sure it was a banger. That was the most ridiculous shot. And he he came back with a bang. It was, and he said, you missed me in the camera? Like, just absolutely yeah, crazy. But uh, I, I don't like, look, I get why people play Milner. I get why they play him. He's just. He played good that game. Against Tottenham, yes. He played really good. Against West Ham today? No. The fact he played the full 90 is shocking. I mean, he's a workhorse. He plays... I know, but he's setting records just now. so flat. Like, he, he's he's not the problem with that. No, it was 0-0. I, zero, know, zero. But, I mean, inject someone in the game with a little bit of oomph, you know? Like, I would have loved to see you move Pedro down to the cam spot and you put Buenanito <coughs> where Milner is and you toss Ferguson in. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. Like, try to win the game. Ferguson, I'm surprised, isn't playing more. Now that Welbeck's back, he's not going to touch the field. Yeah, I don't know. I, they love Welbeck. Lo- absolutely love him. Look, they loved Ferguson, and then they realized Joe Pedro's better. Because he is better. I just, they put this ridiculous price tag on Ferguson. Now his price tag's not even going to be near that. Joe Pedro is a better dribbler. I truthfully believe he's a better finisher. I think he's probably also a better passer. The only thing Ferguson has is he's big. He is big. I would maybe give Ferguson the finishing one, but Pedro, we haven't seen it. Pedro, we haven't seen it though. Pedro, he hasn't really had as many chances, but Pedro has the dribbling. He's and he can got create the passing. for himself. Ferguson yeah. can't do that. 
I agree with that. Ferguson is more of a target man striker. And you mean, like, obviously it's a big miss. You don't have Sully March. When Sully March is in the game, there's a lot more wing play. I- I'm also confused with no Matoma. I don't know if he's injured or, like, what's going on. I think he is injured, and now he's going to be leaving potentially for the Asia, for the Asia Cup. Cup. Yeah, but that's just weird. I guess we can go right to the next team here, which is West Ham. Obviously, we just talked about the draw. Yep. Uh, prior to that, they had two wins: two nothing against United and two nothing against Arsenal. Those are bi- those are big wins. United, we talked about. I mean, it was a nice. Did you see? They also beat Wolves. Oh yeah, prior yeah. Yeah yeah. Um, did you end up seeing the uh, the header goal from Mar Mar Marvapanos mm. against Arsenal? Did you see that? No, header? I don't think so. It I was like so. top corner, crossbar, post in. It yeah, like the most one. perfect header from the kid. Like, and then Suchek scored like the most gritty, sweaty pass of all time. He's always there for those. Um, and then the United game, obviously, we we touched on it. Um, West Ham's scary. I, I at the beginning of the year, you said that they were going to be bad. I, I thought they would be worse. Want to put that in context? I thought they'd be tenth. I, I also had Villa pushing I had Villa that. high. I, I, had, I think I had Villa sixth. Yeah, I had Villa pushing into the top four, and you had Brighton pushing into the top four. Yeah, I had Brighton. I still believe in Brighton. I, I, I think Villa's still better. Agreed. Villa's going to be better. 100% yeah. they're going to be better. It's not even not even close. Like we, I, Watching Douglas Louise be this dominant... Yeah, he, okay. he can put I, a good I, I ball just, in. I just have a question for you. I know I know we're kind of going a little long here. We're just only at uh, West Ham. We still got the top five. Top five, yeah. But um, January, we're in it. Yep. Transfer window's open. Yep. You're sitting there, and you get an offer for Douglas Luiz at $110 million. Do you take it? I don't know. If, they're, if they think they can win the title, I would not. Sell them at the end of the year. But do you get the same price at the end of the year? You get, you get close, too. You might get 80. They're, his contract, I think, is still kind of long. Yeah, but to me, it's like I get I think, I get how good he's been. I also think you get more money if it's a summer signing. Yeah, but that you have to – we're still – there's 18 games last year. Yeah. Right? And as good as Villa's been, they've been stumbling a little bit here. And it's not Douglas Louise's fault either. He's not. still shining. And of course it's not. But at the end of the day, if Villa end up finishing fifth, which is a very big possibility, considering they're only two points ahead of City and two points ahead of Arsenal and three points ahead of Tottenham, right? Like, we could be staring down this come April and being like, well, Villa's fifth. We kind of expected fifth, you know, but now Douglas Louise is not in a top four situation. That hundred ten million might turn into eighty million. Yeah, but at the and same now point, you lose thirty mil. At the same point, look at the January last year, and then look at Declan Rice in the in the summer. He still sold for one almost one hundred twenty. And I think the and difference West, is West Ham was worse. He was he's been good for multiple years. Yeah, Douglas Louise, you don't notice him as much. This, he's like this he is a breakout. He's underrated. Oh, he's very underrated. He was good last year too. He was decent. Was he the player of the year last year? Yeah, he no, was, Ollie Watkins was. No, it was oh, Douglas really? Louise. I'm pretty sure it was the player of the you year know, last Ollie year. Ollie Watkins scored the most goals in the calendar year, of 2023, for Aston Villa. No total. In the Prem. 
Yeah, for the Prem. I think, he, I think he was in there. I January think, to January. I think or Holland second. was also Yeah, he was second. One. Holland was second. He was one goal behind him. And then Salah was third, I'm yeah. pretty sure. It's not, like, season. Like, obviously, no, I know obviously Holland. I know who had. scored the most for the calendar year in general. And it's weird. Who was it? It's the Saudi League. Was it Ronaldo? Yeah. <coughs> well, I mean, playing fucking poop. So, I mean, what a big, who cares? Yeah, it was Ollie Ronaldo. Ollie scored 59 goals or something like that in the calendar year. Or 69 goals in the calendar year. I don't year. think it was that high. Well, I mean, how many did Holland have? Ronaldo had 54. Oh, so then I, I, I can't remember how many it was. It might have been 53. Because I thought Holland had 52. Because I think it, I think it's got to be in the 40s. Maybe it was 42 and 43. Yeah, because I know first, second, and third is Ronaldo with 54 or something. Then Harry Kane is up there with, like, 52. Oh, wow. And then the third, I think, is Holland. I thought it was Holland. No, I saw it, I saw it today because uh, the Prem posted it. It might have just been in the Prem. Could have been. The January to January in, in the Prem. But Ollie Watkins had one more goal than Holland and, and, won, and had the most goals in the calendar year. And it doesn't really matter, but, I mean, I just thought it was kind of a funny stat. Well, he is good. Oh, he's unbelievable. But I just I wanted to ask you because I, I like thinking myself like if if I got an offer for all or for uh, Douglas Louise, you do really have Jacob Ramsey still. Yeah, but you still have Telemans. They're not the same. <coughs> of course, they're not the same. But I would keep them and sell them in Jan- or in the uh, summer. That way, you can work out a more a better deal and probably end up getting more money in the end. And then you have longer time to. Uh recuperate and yeah, change your gonna do, I guess, spend too. the money I, I, I yeah I know I agree with you I don't think it's wrong I think John McGinn's been very good I think John McGinn has been the most underrated player on this team he's been great yeah um, he told he told his uh his trainers he's or his I think it's his trainers that he's gonna get 10 goals or his fans oh yeah that he was gonna How, get does he have goals. it already no I don't he might. I don't think <laughs> he's got 10 yet he's he's getting there he's um, got like seven or eight yeah, it's just crazy. We went over all these games, but we'll go through them again quick. Uh, we're going at Tottenham here. Their last three, like we mentioned, they beat Everton 2-1. They lost to Brighton 4-2, and they end up beating Bournemouth not too long ago 3-1. Um, I think Sun's been unbelievable in that time frame. Richarlison's been good in been pretty the past good too. three games. I was just say that. And uh, also Kulisevsky. I mean, he gave away a really bad penalty. Like, that was a horrific penalty. Pulling on the jersey. Yeah, that was yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It probably should have been a red, if I'm honest. It, like, you could debate it as a red. It's a clear uh, goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah, I don't know if I would give that a red. I'd give it a yellow for sure. I mean, sure. 100% it was a yellow. Like, when I first saw it, I thought yellow. It's pulling on the jersey. It's automatically but, I mean, you're yellow, ripping but... them down from a guaranteed goal. I mean, if you were to do that and you tackle them from behind which is pretty much the same thing. Like, if you were running clear to goal and I pulled you down by your shoulders and you're one-on-one with the goalie. Oh, yeah, that's red. And I mean, what's the difference? You know what I mean? To me, it's kind of the... Like, it's because there was some people around. Yeah, but... It was on a corner. It was not... It was from a corner, but not directly... Like, he wasn't the last man. No, I no, I get that. I which get it, that. Which is... Which is why it was a yellow when I first saw it as well. I agree. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there was definitely... Could have been a debate for a red. Because that was just idiotic. Yeah, I, I I agree with the yellow that the ref had chosen, but if it was a red, needless. I wouldn't have been shocked either. It's definitely needless. It was hundred percent. Didn't need to do that. I, I think the thing with Tottenham is they're very good and they shoot themselves in the foot because they're very undisciplined. Some of their players, Kulusevski's normally good. Romero I mean, yeah. is pretty. He's horrible. Hot headed. He, he is a horrific defender. Like 
as much as people say, oh, he's a good defender, it's like, yeah, but he hurts your team more than he's good for you. Because if he was on the field, they would have multiple, they would have, they wouldn't have five losses. No, he'd be helping. You know what I mean? He just needs to work on his, uh, he needs to keep his head cool. His tackles, like his tackles can be too aggressive he's way sometimes. too aggressive with his tackling. Um, I guess the next one we go right to Arsenal. I feel like we've already touched on all these games. Yeah. But, I mean, just to, you know, run through them quick. Arsenal have definitely faulted here. Yeah, I mean, the draw to Liverpool I felt was a good draw. They should they didn't deserve it. Yeah. There should have been a penalty. I'm very much so upset because there should have been a handball from one of the Yeah. Over I don't care if it's unnatural position or if it's point blank. If it's oh he slipped, still his hands on the fucking ground, and he's touching the ball. How's that not a handball? Point blank. You can't you can't say that's not. I understand if his hands in the air and he's standing there. I I, I get it. It's Look, point blank. But there's the most ridiculous calls <coughs> all season long, and I feel like Chelsea and Liverpool and honest to God, kind of Tottenham. I mean, Tottenham fucking shoots himself in the foot. To be honest, Tottenham gets a lot in half, their favor half too. Half the time they they deserve the fucking the cards they get against them. And, and to be honest with you, they've been bailed out three times already this year where they should have had losses from from VAR. So, fuck Tottenham. Chelsea's got fucked over from VAR. Liverpool's been the most fucked over. And you know who else is Wolves? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, they started off the season with Onana punching them in the head. Yeah. Like, not just that. Wolves, I, I, you can see the stat. It goes, Liverpool now has the most calls against or reversals. Then it's Wolves, then it's Chelsea, and then it's Bournemouth. Yeah, they should do a stat. Most apologies made by fucking the referee. How crazy association. is that? Like, it's like, they're, it's they're like so the Dallas bad. Cowboys with the, the Lions, if you watch the game with the two-point conversion. They come out and they're like, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. It's like, yeah, but now you just, you don't understand the the like, the like ramifications when you make a massive mistake like that. Coming out and saying, oopsie-doopsie, we made a mistake, it's not the same thing. Like, Liverpool's dropped two points now because of it. Actually, they've dropped four points because of it. Yeah, we we lost to Tottenham because of... Oh, so there you go. You dropped five points. We lost Tottenham because of that goal. You know what I mean? So it's like... That they didn't check rightly. You can't say, oh, we made oopsie-doopsie. It's not oopsie. You fucked up. There needs to... Like, the fact that... uh, Was it Mike Dean or Anthony Taylor that got sent down? He he came back. Yeah, one game. Yeah, he, and he made a questionable call in the down in the game book that he was sent down, and they brought him up. It's like this can't be allowed. There needs to be like ramifications, and they need to be fucking fired, or move them down to the to the second league. Like get them out of the prem. There's hundreds to. of there's not just hundreds of thousands of dollars that are invested in each league. People are betting on the games now. Like. The average watcher is also invested in the game. And when shit like this happens, you're not only fucking over the, the league and the team, which is bad enough. Now you're getting the everyday casual fan thinking that the league is rigged. And it's like, you need to fix your shit. It's obviously not rigged. But like, the stupidity level of having these buffoons in the box banging their fucking hands together. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it just seems like every year since VAR, like, was created, has gotten worse. Worse. Like Never the, better. The, the first year, we're like, this is bad. We shouldn't have done this. But then the next year, we're like, okay, it's even worse. And then this year, we're like, this what is the ho- fuck? This is horrific. They, like, they don't know how to use it right. 
They said that VAR was going to be implemented for more goals. That's what they said. And it's the complete opposite. It's just bad calls. That that I think the mistakes are starting to outweigh the errors they're solving. It's like, uh, oh, look how good we did. We stopped an offside that was a, a millimeter offside. It's like, your technology, based off your camera angle, sometimes doesn't make sense. Yeah, even. I don't know. I... I don't know. It's hard, like, to, it's hard to justify a lot of the calls they make. There needs to be an aerial view. Get a kid with a drone. <laughs> okay? Get a tech-savvy <clears throat> kid with a drone with a freaking PlayStation or Xbox controller. Hover it above the field all game long. Follow the damn th- kids around. And then when it comes time, you have a, t- a top view down. You cannot... You would never fuck it up. You would never fuck it up because it's a t- it's an aerial... It's a top view down rather than the side view. Where they're getting like this... 45 degree angle where everyone looks like they're behind a player meanwhile that player it's like an optical illusion it's literally an optical illusion every time they go to VAR it's the most ridiculous thing where are we at City? yeah we're at City two games though they only played two they only played twice yeah and they absolutely pumped Everton after having a really bad first half yeah they came back and showed them who was who yeah they really proved themselves and then obviously in the very beginning of the episode we talked about it with Sheffield very convincing 2 nothing win. Um, not a whole lot to talk about. Holland should be back soon. Yeah, I think he's back a couple games. And De Bruyne's De Bruyne on his way back, be back as well. Too. So City gonna, is someone you don't want to walk into. They're going to be fighting for the title now, so here here comes the this blood This is the bath. bush right here. Um, Villa, we got a draw against Sheffield, we mentioned, which was very poor. Uh, we got a loss to United, which I think is... A very poor loss also considering it was at Villa Park I think it was at Villa Park maybe it was no I don't think they broke the home record they didn't no it was that at was at You're right. United it, was at, it was at Old Trafford and then uh, to be honest with you they squeaked out against Burnley with a penalty so uh, and they have a nice <coughs> easy match against Middlesbrough for the FA Cup and then they have Everton a struggling Newcastle Sheffield United um, Manchester United, sorry. Fulham, Nottingham. They have so many favorable matches. They should probably win their next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven games, and then they play Tottenham. So, this would be a good test to see if they're uh, really in it for the for the thing for the title, or kind of fraudy here. So we're gonna find out. Yeah. And then of course we got Liverpool first place. Um. They drew against Arsenal. I already mentioned the game being yep. poor. We already touched on the stupid refereeing and VAR. Uh, they had a really good game against Burnley. I mean, obviously, you, like you said, they probably could have had a lot more goals. Um, and then the Newcastle game where they also probably could have had at least six goals. But I feel like it was wrongly done by by the last penalty. Felt like it was kind of soft. But all in all, Liverpool deserved a win. And they did win 4-2. Yep. You do have a tough matchup in the FA Cup coming up. Uh I think it's four, five days from now. Today's the second, right? Five days from now, yeah. you play uh, Arsenal in the FA Cup. And then you have another cup match, League Cup against Fulham. You have a busy January compared to some of these teams. A lot of cup games. You have three cup games. Yep, you have three cup. And two prem. And two three prem. You already played one yesterday. Oh, yeah, and we still had Salah, so it's okay. Yes, when Salah leave. Oh, you miss Salah for all of January, don't you? Yeah, we miss him for all of January. 
That's nice. So Chelsea, we won't have to verse him. Uh, it's that's the thirty first. He might be back if they lose. If Egypt does bad, he might be back. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess it's true. By then, he might be out. How many teams make it for the Afcon? I don't know. I don't know. I've never really watched. Well, that last tournament. year they got to the finals. And they yeah, played last Senegal. Yeah, I don't see them making it to the finals again though. Egypt, they got a good team. Egypt's okay. They still have Sen- Senegal's probably gonna win again if I had to guess. Maybe Nigeria actually. They have quite a few good players. Yeah, they got OC. They don't have OC men, right? OC men's there. They got uh, Ndidi. They got a bunch of kids. Victor Moses, if he's still kicking. Yeah, I don't know if he's that good anymore, but yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this one up. It's gone a little long. I mean, we do apologize. We did have to wrap up quite a bit of games there. I think it was close to thirty. Yeah. Um. Be sure to check us out on uh, X, Fancy Talk Talker Lou, Fancy Talk Talker Kev. We do release episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We usually post around, I think for Tuesdays we post usually between, I would say, 4 and like 7.30. And then for Thursday, we always shoot it out at uh, 4 a.m. So be sure to look out for those. Give us a like on uh, Spotify. Share us, you know, put us on your Twitter, on your uh, Instagram, uh, on Apple Music. Give us a like, you know, give us a rate. Uh, yeah, and just keep listening, guys, and if, if you enjoy it, uh, be sure to reach out and let us know. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to let you guys go, and we'll check back in with you guys on uh, Thursday. Take it easy.